Welcome to the Universe is Talking podcast. I'm your host, King. And I'm your host, Aja. And this is episode six of season three. And today's topic is, is porn setting us up for failure in our relationships and or marriages? What's your thoughts on this one? Mm-hmm. You think, think it is? It. I think it is. Okay. I mean, not necessarily... Um, it doesn't have to, but I think in one of our recurring themes of social media and just the interaction with so many people all the time, I think that it, porn is not just defined as something that you go out to seek to watch, but I'm looking at porn as all of the things we come in contact with that are like meant to titillate us, meant to stimulate us. Um, if you spend any time on social media, particularly Twitter, um, there are lots of mostly women I see, but maybe because of the circles that I'm moving, um, I'm seeing that I've seen some men that have like only fans and this isn't about judgment of people who are into sex work but there is a lot of access to seeing people either solo or interacting with other people sexually that we come into contact with that has an impact on how we view our physical selves and our sexual selves and when you're in a relationship, oftentimes, I, well, put it this way, some of our earliest sexual experiences have come from porn, like hardcore, softcore. Um, I mean, I remember having Showtime and Cinemax as, you know, like in the house and being a precocious, curious preteen and having a TV with a cable box in my room, my bedroom, where I could, if I wanted to sneak and watch Cinemax and Showtime, what was it? Lady Chatterley and um, I can't remember the ones on Cinemax. Cinemax was always the more racier one, whereas like yeah. Showtime was the soft. But those are like, oh, Lady Emmanuel. That used to come on, I think. <laughs> I'm giving my age away. Anyway, those are like my earliest experiences with porn. And, you know, mind you, they were white women, um, not anyone that looked like me, but it gave me an idea of like what was expected between men and women. And not to say that that was something that I built my sexual experience on, but it was like my first experiences with seeing what people did. What was sexually. expected as far as sex, you're saying? The performance yeah. of the sex? I'm sorry? The performance of the sex? Mm-hmm. Like okay. what man okay. and woman did with each other. I'm not saying it was my only experiences. I saw some things um, outside of porn, but I'm saying that those little soft core porn experiences 
were some of my first experiences of seeing what men and women did together when they were sexually active. And, um, but I think that it wasn't something that I sought out consistently. So I didn't build my sexual experience on what those people did. But I know that a lot of young boys did, like they were initialized or initiated into sex with the use of porn, whether that was videos or magazines, whatever the case, like initiated into the world of what goes on between a man and a woman and what a man does to a woman and what women do back to men. And I think that um, that sets up the earliest experiences we have with our sex partners is what porn stars do. And that's not always what occurs, even though like the basics of sex is fundamental, it's like the fundamentals of sex is the same across the board. Porn stars are actors and they're athletes. I mean, this is what they do. They are physically capable of doing or maybe going a certain amount of time at things. The editing of the software makes it appear, or the, the video makes it appear as if certain things are happening at a, you know, for a certain length of time. They can take many multiple takes. So you don't know what it actually was, you know, because they can always say, okay, that didn't work out. Stop. And then like edit it and, and slice it together. I'm I'm speaking in terms I really don't know shit about. But you're right. You are right. You are correct. So the end product, you know, makes it appear as like this is like this wonderful thing when it was messy. And again, like I said, these women, more so the women than the men. But these women are like more so athletes and sometimes acrobats that can do shit that maybe the average woman either cannot do at all or cannot do for any length of time that's you know realistic so i think that in that in those terms yes it does set us up for failure because if this is what young men are viewing as um what should occur in the bedroom that may not be what happens with a woman in real life Usually it doesn't happen, not that way, not that beautifully and not that um, for that length of time. The other thing, and I was making a point about this, is with social media, sorry. <laughs> with social media, we're constantly inundated with these um with these images of what women look like and a lot of work is done to them, you know, like without, without us getting into too much about BBLs and things like that, a lot of work is done to them and it could either be plastic surgery work or it could be dietary restrictions that maybe the average person doesn't do. Maybe um, the amount of time that they're working out again, because a porn star or someone who is into sex work, their body is a big part of what they're doing. And so what do they do? They take care of that body. They do certain things with their body to make a, make themselves look a certain way and look 
desirable for their audience, which is generally men, sometimes women, but generally men. And so that makes it unrealistic of what the average woman who's not in the sex work, who's not able to fully commit to her physical self in that way, because she may be juggling a multitude of other things and her job ain't sex. You see what I'm saying? Her job is something else. So she spends eight to 10 hours of her day between her commute and her job. She don't got time to be in a gym all day long, making sure that she got the dimensions where she's big up top and tiny waist and then the big old ass. Not to say some people aren't naturally this way. I'm saying the average person. We're talking averages. So again, I just think that there's just so many things that we're constantly seeing that has an impact on them. What we think women particularly should look like, but sometimes men should look like how big their dick should be and what they're capable of doing with their tongue. Cause we done seen those men do that where they do all the exercises with their long ass tongues or they're showing it, they, these dicks swinging. Sometimes they're not even real. They got these little prosthetics that they put on to make themselves look bigger than they are. All this shit is just setting us up for this unrealistic expectation of what we should either look like and or what we should be doing in our performances. And then when we get together, that's not how we look. Once we take our clothes off, once we get to doing things, we're not always doing that. You know, sometimes sex is messy. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it just doesn't work out like that. And you're laughing at me. No, we good though. We good. But it just, I'm not saying that there aren't moments like that. And I'm not saying that you can't have a really great experience that is porn worthy. I'm just saying that generally speaking, it doesn't look like that. Not yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And I think that some men are turned off and I'm saying men, but I think that some men are turned off by women who look normal because yeah. they're constantly being, they're seeing women who don't represent the average. And you have women themselves who are feeding into this. Their whole lives, they're working, or not their whole lives, but their adult lives and their um, in their mature womenhood, once their bodies change shape due to childbirth or, you know, maybe due to all kinds of things that has changed the way that they look, um, are working so hard to get back to the way they were in high school. You know, I... One of the brags that I don't like particularly, not nothing against people who have worked that hard. I, I admire anyone who has a discipline, but like now I'm back to where I was when I was in high school. And I'm wondering why the fuck did that matter? Why does it matter that you are back to where you were in high school? You're 45 years old. Why does it matter that you look the way you did when you were 18? Why does it matter that you look the way you did when you was 20 something? Why does any of that matter? I know what does matter. Do you fuck better now or then? That's what matters. That's very that, important to know. That's that that's probably more important. Whatever size gives you your optimum fucking performance, that's the size you should be. Yeah. Or just whatever makes you feel great. 
but this idea right. that you have got to look a certain way. I mean, I know women who work really hard at getting the ass. Why? Is it helping you sit better? You know what I mean? Like, are you having a better sitting experience because your ass is bigger? Because why does that matter? It matters because, I'm going to say it, it matters because men have made, historically made a big deal. Certain men, certain cultures of men have made a big deal about women's asses and just their overall ratio, their dimensions. And women have then sought to make sure that they have that physicality. And then they show off, what is it, on certain days of the week, Wagon Wednesday, where they're showing their asses because they want to impress people with the fact that they have an ass. But I always wonder, what is your big ass doing for you? And in a sexual experience, I'm going to tell you this. You got all this ass. No offense. Nobody. I I love, I mean, I see, I love women. Okay. So I love women. I believe that we are some of the most beautiful creatures in the entire world, particularly black women. But you got all this ass and you like it. Okay, that's good. But in a sexual experience, all this ass is actually not helping you get all that dick. It's in the way. Now, he might like the way it feels, but I'm saying you're going to have to move these cheeks out the way so I can get this dick. Because the ass is not serving you in a sexual experience. So I'm just trying to figure out why it matters so much to have it. Why are we bragging about these things? Why do we brag about our tits? And I got plenty. I can feed them. I can feed the world. But there's nothing to brag about. So on Tuesdays, what is Tuesdays is Titty Tuesday, right? I don't care. Don't nobody need to see these. Why? Why does it matter that I have them? They're not helping y'all. Right? Again, you ain't agreeing because <laughs> you want to see them. I don't care. I'm just. I won't speak on me, but I don't care about what's happening. I just, I, I'm trying to understand why we care so much, but this is what I'm saying as far as being, we're set, it's setting us up because it's always in our heads that this is what we're supposed to look like. And that looking this way and being flexible and being able to like put your legs up in the air and do all this stuff, you know, we're impressing people with all this stuff because supposedly this is supposed to make the sexual experience so much better. A man will fuck anybody. He don't care whether you got skinny legs, shapely legs. He don't care whether you got a big ass or a little ass. He don't care whether you got tits, little tits or big tits. He don't care. He's going to fuck you. It doesn't matter. That's not going to keep him. That's not going to do any of that stuff. He will fuck it. So... Yes, it is setting us up for unrealistic expectations, but it's also setting us up to be more concerned with things that ultimately have no power and do nothing for us. All right, I'm done. You move on. All right. So 
point. <clears throat> Fun, beautiful point. Hello, my name is King. I know you don't know me, but I love to watch porn. That's my introduction because I need to know if me watching porn is going to get you the fuck out of my face right away. I need to know that. So that's why my introduction is I love to watch porn and or I love to go to the strip club, one or the other. I need to know what's going to make you run the fuck away from me. But since you've chosen to stay, now we can talk about how this porn that I'm watching 24-7, whether I'm with you or not with you, I'm at work. Not 24-7. I'm at work supposed to be working but i need a porn break now that you've chosen to stay let's talk about this porn and how you could be a part of this porn with me so if used correctly porn could be a compliment to the relationship for men and women just like sex toys that women use could be a compliment to the relationship if the two of you can can bring this porn experience in to your lives in a healthy way so what I mean by that is if you could show her what you like to watch and she's down to watch it with you, now the two of you created a bonding moment beyond the normal talking, going out on dates, having the physical sex, etc. The two of you could probably sip on some wine, watch porn together and create some energy between the two of you without physically touching each other. That could be a healthy experience for the two of you. Considering a lot of women take porn as their competition, finding a woman that's willing to watch porn with you could be a different type of fun in your relationship. But porn could also be the metaverse. You could find yourself getting caught up in porn you watching Chanel Hart do all of her special moves. You've been watching Roxy Reynolds ride dick a certain way. Misty and you Stone. got put up in what you've been seeing in your videos at work, at home, whatever, etc. What was the second one? Roxy Reynolds riding dick. So now when you pull, pl- unplug out of the metaverse, finally, because you've been locked in for the past two weeks, that's how caught up you've been and watching Roxy ride some dick. And watching Capri style suck some dick. So now that you finally unplugged from the metaverse, you want her to suck your dick just like you've been watching Pinky suck some dick. You want her to ride your dick just like you've been watching Roxy ride some dick. Now let me let me take a brief intermission and say the girl ain't get the title superhead for no reason. She gave some super motherfucking head, but that was just me having a moment to myself. No, that's all right. That's all I'm right. Like, she actually yeah. taught me something. Yeah. So if you're going to show her how she need to be sucking your dick, I would probably say you should be showing her superhead and she need to be watching or she need to go and you get somebody that's willing to watch and learn how to suck your dick the way you like your dick to be sucked. But bringing it back to me being calm because I got a little excited. This is a very passionate topic for me. <clears throat> bringing this back into something a little calmer though. If we could watch this porn together, we could have a great experience together. And I might be able to find out what you like beyond the normal of me putting my dick inside of you, sucking your titties, yeah, yeah, whatever, the regular normal shit. I might be able to explore your mind a little bit via this porn and the categories that you like to watch. 
what do you like to watch? Do you like traditional man and woman? Where the man just fucking the dog shit out the woman? Do you like bondism? The bondage shit with with women are being tied up, tied up and gagged and spread wide open and fucked viciously. Do you like that? Is that what turns you on? Do you like lesbian porn with women, nothing but women? And those type of scenes, is that what you like to watch? By us watching porn together, we could also learn who our woman is. But she got to stop looking at porn as her competition. Um, Aja talked a lot about how porn and also social media creates a lot of false narratives with people. And I do agree with that. Um, again, porn is the metaverse. You're looking at a bunch of fake shit that's happening. You're looking at fake dicks, niggas, that, motherfuckers that pumped their dick first before the scene cut on. Mm -hmm. So now she thinking that a real dick got to look that way and feel that way and perform that fake way. So she might get caught in the metaverse of porn as well. Again, he's looking at, like Aja said, the Olympian woman who's able to spin 360 on a dick nonstop. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the shit looks magnificent. But you know- And not out of breath. Not out of breath. <laughs> you have never seen a woman spin on your dick that many times. Mm -mm. But I must say though, if she's going to dare try to spin on your dick, I really hope you have enough dick to make her pay for trying to do some extra tricks that you ain't invite her to do. Right. I think I said this earlier in the season. When a man has a certain length of dick, it's very important for sexual performances and acts because women, women have an advantage in arguments prior to the sex happening. But what you're not going to have over me is an advantage when I allow you to ride my dick and you feel like you're going to do some extra shit that don't really come with the agreement that we have. When a man has enough dick to put a stop to all that, you're going to learn your fucking lesson about playing with this dick. Okay. Again, I just had a moment in my head. Please forgive me. Anyway, I'm back. I'm calm down. You knew this topic was going to do it to me. I know. I knew it. Yeah. Okay. But <clears throat> I do agree that porn can be a challenge in relationships because us men tend to get caught up in the fantasy of the porn. So now let's talk about the fantasy of the porn once again. Yeah, these people are actors, but they are horrible fucking actors. When the last time you just happened to randomly walk in the park, you see somebody and now you fucking them in the backseat of a car and everybody disappeared and ain't catching none of this shit that was going on in the car, the car rack, rocking back and forth and shit. <laughs> She's screaming, got her legs all up in the air. There ain't nobody come knock on your window and none of that shit. So we need to adjust our expectations based on what we're looking at in this porn. Because porn is excellent to look at, but porn ain't going to teach you what you are feeling. Porn's not going to teach you how to really make her come on your dick. Yes, women fake orgasms. But if you are paying attention to what's actually happening in your real sex section and you unplug from the fucking metaverse, 
You'll know if you are giving her the proper amounts of dick and the quality of dick that she's requesting and requiring in order to really make her come. Because, yeah, she could fake an orgasm verbally, but her motherfucking stomach ain't going to fake the orgasm. When her stomach get to rising and decline in a certain way, you know you got that ass. And then once again, I think I said this early in the season also, once you make her come, now you are the big dog in the relationship because you could look at her a certain way, no matter what the topic of the conversation is, no matter how wrong you might have been. You could look at her a certain way and tell her to shut the fuck up and go in the room right now. Now, the key to that, you got to be quiet after you say right now. You got to be quiet and you just got to look her in her eyes. And she's going to get scared. But she, her pussy going to get excited, though, because she's going to know it's showtime now. She'll put it. She's she'll be willing to pause whatever her argument is for the moment because she knows it's about to be a great fun time in that bedroom. You are now her porn star that she's been looking for. Her entire life. I promise you, no matter what you do, you have the upper hand now. Again, porn is not going to teach her that. Porn ain't going to teach her how it really feel when she's getting the proper amounts of dick in her diet. As a matter of fact, that should be a, a question that physicians should ask when a patient come to see them. When a, when a woman come to see the doctor, the doctor should ask, are you getting healthy dick? Because <laughs> depending on that answer, that could answer the question of why her vitals are great because she's getting great dick or why they're horrible because she's getting horrible dick. So now she's stressed the fuck out trying to figure out what she's going to do with this little dick motherfucker. <laughs> and all of the above situations that might occur when you are getting horrible dick. But when you're getting healthy dick, and no problems. I'm pretty positive that no matter how much rain has been going on outside for the whole year, it's nothing but sunshine inside of that bedroom. And I mean sunshine literally in between them legs. It's soaking wet. It's dripping wet. She is excited. She can't relate to none of the horror stories that her girlfriends are telling her because she got Mr. Swing That Dick. Rocking her motherfucking world in the bedroom. I don't know why you let me pick this topic for this season. I don't know why either. Back to porn. <laughs> <laughs> Look, hold on. Let me just say, okay. you made some excellent points and I really love how you turn this because I didn't know what the fuck I was going to say because... I don't even know why I chose, like, you said I brought this up. Mm -hmm. But I, I probably brought it up for the reasons that I mentioned already. You know, just this, this culture of seeing men and women do what is not the average thing. And people feeling very unhappy in their own physical self and in their sexual relationships but i love how you spend it you spend it because or spun it anyway i loved what you did because and i'm sorry i got a cat and this cat right now is just crazy and it could be but it, it doesn't world. matter that you can't hear him he's tried to crawl across the screen like two times okay um he wants in on the porn conversation so but i loved it because 
you're absolutely right. Porn can be a tool. And I actually like the idea of it being a tool. Number one, it being your own personal experience and relationship that you have with porn. It can be unhealthy. You know, it can get to the point where it can be an unhealthy obsession with the people that you're looking at all the time. You could be, you can look at them as being so great and so perfect because you have such a good experience every time you watch it and every time you touch yourself as you watch it that no one else can compare. So that can be unrealistic and create a problem either in you meeting people or in you having um, a sexual relationship with your partner. It could, it could fuck that all up. But I love the idea of it being used as a toy, almost as an addition, because um, why does it need to be a competition? Especially right. if you have similar interests in the porn, you can enjoy the same, you know, actors, actresses. You can um, you can share with each other. You can share, like send each other videos, talk about it, try out some of this stuff. Um, knowing if you're in the relationship and knowing what your limitations are, you know, he's not going to ask you to do some crazy shit that he knows that you can do. Are you not going to ask him to be, you know, like carry your 200 pound ass all around the room and, and swing you all around? You're not going to ask him to do those things because you know, your limitations, you're going to enjoy each other. It's going to be fun. So I love the idea of that. But you remember, know, if you don't know your limitations and you decide to play with this big dick having man, just know that there will be some consequences that you may or may not be able to handle. When you get the walking funny after he fucked you into your right mind, the only answer that you should be giving people on why your legs look like it hurt is that you tried to do some new shit that you knew you shouldn't have tried to do, but you forgot who you was fucking with, literally. And but he even, put so much dick inside of you that now you need a day or two to recover from what happened. But even that is fun. Even that it strengthens your relationship. To be able to have a discussion later on about what went well and what did not go well mm -hmm. could be funny. You know what I mean? It could... Like, I love the idea of sex being a life experience. I mean, I know people... There are people who are looking at it as a performance that they've got to, you know, nail each time. But when you have found that person for you, you know there are going to be highs and lows in your sexual experience. And those lows are not necessarily things that you criticize each other for, but they can be things that really help you explore what's not working. Or it could have just been a bad day and you both knew it going in. You were both tired, but you were just loving each other and you gave each other a little bit extra of yourselves. Or it could be that y'all tried something and somebody fell <laughs> while they was doing it or... Um, somebody farted while you know, like anything could happen in the midst of sex because it's it will happen, it will happen, especially great sex. Like, great sex can just get... don't let it fuck up the stroke, though. That's all. Oh, <laughs> that's all. If you stroking a dick while you sucking a dick, continue to stroke the dick while you sucking a dick. If he's fucking you when one of these freak situations just happen to occur. 
one thing he's not going to do is stop fucking you. Yeah, he don't give a fuck if he fall. You about to fall with him, and y'all about to continue fucking. Y'all gonna readjust. Wherever y'all land at, that's where the fucking going continue. I definitely agree with all of that. You know, like, but there's gonna be chuckling, and it's it's just a lifetime of stories that come from our sex. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like when you're really with somebody, you have a lifetime to explore one another. And porn could just be a part of that. Porn could just help you um, make your sex life interesting if you use it right, like you said. So I like the idea of that. But I also think that porn also can be the enemy if we aren't using them correctly, if we're not using porn, and if we're not viewing people for who they are. Um, when you said that they're poor, they're poor actors, I'm mm -hmm. not talking about the the intro. I mean, even the fact that they act as if they enjoy everything. When I, know, I, know some, I just when I press play, I just want the fucking to begin. But what I'm saying, sucking, I want the fucking and the sucking to begin. Or the I'm sucking with you. Me. I'm with you. Even though I, I mean, I you know, being a writer, I love the build up sometimes, but it yeah. only matters if it's good build up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Poor buildup. I don't want. I don't need it. I don't want it. Let's just get to it. But like, if it's something that's interesting, you like, I've rewound a little bit, you know, a couple of times just to see, like, how did this happen? Because I'm just interested. And if it's good enough, then that's great. There are some better actors now in porn. I feel, and you know, like they're kind of like better places to start the experience. And I'm just like wowed by it. You know, and the production quality is just great. I, I mean, I love that. But I will say I'm happy that they've eliminated a great bulk of the um, amateur porn where people are just video recording themselves from their phones for the past five or three years. Quality. Yeah, the, the quality of porn that was on there has been horrible. It looks like it's turning back. Yeah. You can't get all the views. Like, I'm, I'm missing, like, where's the click? You know what I mean? Like, you know... <laughs> Let me see what's actually happening in this. I, I need to see. I need to see if he or she is doing a good job because I can't tell. I mean, there's all this moaning and stuff, but you, you know, it's just one view. And like, you know, that that direct point of view where the person's like holding the camera and then they getting into it. So then the camera's doing all this. Like, I mean, look, just hire somebody to get all these views because I mean, this is all important to me. You know, I need to see what's happening. And yeah. I mean, I mean y'all need to come up with, y'all need to have clean sheets. Y'all need to stop having these funky ass comforters and stuff in a way. Like if you need to book an Airbnb, like do what you got to do to make this worth it for me. I mean, you messing up my experience with all this. Anyway, that's not what we're here for. <laughs> well, but I want to say, I appreciate you for, for jumping in on this. I calm myself down. <laughs> I do want to say one more thing. Okay. Porn doesn't have to be external, meaning that you don't have to be watching a video for it to be porn. And now you feel challenged by watching these other women perform on men and think that there's no way possible that you can do these performances on your man and or woman, whatever the case might be. Part of, of porn being a healthy thing in relationship could be you as the individual using porn in your mind from one-on-one -on -one sessions that you've had with your partner to self-love on yourself. 
because your partner might be away on vacation, on a business trip, whatever the case might be, and you need them right now or you want them right now, but because there's this distance between the two of you, you can use porn. Again, it could be internal porn that you've experienced personally with your, your favorite person and just allow your mind to go back to how they touched you and how they fucked you and how they sucked you. And you could touch yourself and give yourself some self-love by using this porn. And I'm using the word porn just for the sake of the topic, but by using these experiences that you've had personally to give yourself some self-satisfaction. Self-love is very important. It's, it's arguably the most important love that exists in the world. And again, if you can use porn, whether external or, or personal porn, <clears throat> in a healthy way in your relationship, that makes you a happier person for your partner, releases a lot of the tension prior to the actual meetup, whether you live together or not, one of you are probably away from the other at some point of the day. By using porn and touching yourself, having that one-on-one -on -one time with yourself, again, it makes you a happier person, which ultimately makes you a happier partner. And now this porn is being used in a positive way. And, and to take it a step further, you can even have that discussion with your partner. Hey, I, I wanted you. I missed you. I decided to touch myself in anticipation of being with you. And your partner should be happy and excited to know that you want them in this way, that you couldn't wait. You had to have some form of them in anticipation of what is going to occur once the two of you are together. So once again, depending on how you're using this porn, whether it's porn that you're, you're going on some website and watching, or you have a, your own private personal collection that you can pull back to and watch when you need to because you miss this person. Or you can just go into your mind and feel them all over again. And you can smell them. And you remember how they made you feel when they were giving you everything that you needed in those physical moments. If you could go into your mind, you could use that as porn as well. I mean, your brain is like your most powerful sex organ. And... That is why porn can either be detrimental or it can be a healthy part of your sexual experience for how much you allow it to control your mind. But I definitely agree with you. Um, having, being able to have something that can remind you of your person, your lover, and being able to get to that in order to um, hold yourself over, you know, like tie the experience until you're able to get back with your lover is so important. And even if it's just a matter of like, they want to work and you just, you're ready for some playtime, but you want to be with your man, you can easily go to that collection um of things that he's either done for you when he was solo or things that you did when you were together and it can remind you like you say you can recall that time and it's like a connection it's a connection with yourself and then it's a connection with him because it was just for you and your mind is just now in this place you remember that you remember where you were in the room. You remember what he said to you. You remember 
how he smelled, you remember how he felt inside of you. Like now you're able to recall that entire experience because you had the visual of it. And I know that, or at least I've heard, and I'm assuming that it's true because I've heard it a lot, that men are very visual. And so I think this is why porn has such a, a tighter hold on men, not to say that women aren't into it. That would be a lie. But I, I know that there are more addiction issues with men as it relates to porn because visually you're connected a lot more. Whereas a woman may not necessarily need to have a visual to masturbate as much as men. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, am I, mm -hmm. am I right yeah, about this? Yes. Okay. You know, like, I can easily go into my mind and my mind is like the porn, like you said, like I can recall all the things. I don't have to see anything to recall exactly what things look like. And I can enjoy that experience with myself as if I'm looking at porn, even though it would be a lie to say that hearing, actually hearing something and seeing something is so much stronger I love what my mind can do because my mind can create a situation that I cannot see. You know what I mean? I can be more creative in my sexual experience with my man than I can be when I'm looking at porn because it's limited to exactly what happened in that porn. Yeah. But um, no, I'm all with you as far as the positives of porn in our relationships the positive of what porn can do, even from just, let's just say you are absent of a relationship. You're not in one right now, um, or you're seeking one, whatever the case may be. Maybe you just need some alone time. Maybe you just need some self-love time, like you said. And I agree, like being able to explore yourself and love yourself is so important, especially loving yourself in your current state. Not to say that you can't be working towards something, but who you are in that moment is the person you should be in love with. You should love yourself. And part of what helps you love yourself is touching yourself. Because when you feel your flesh, feel your skin, feel your curves, feel your big ass or your little ass, feel your little tits or your big tits, feel your rolls or the, the curves, like whatever, that's you. That's you. Love it. Take time to explore it. You'll learn that you feel pretty damn good in whatever state you're in. And he will love it too. He or she, whoever you're going to be with, they're going to love it too. Because you love it. When you love what you look like and you love how you feel, it's hard for the other person not to. Because that confidence comes through. That sexual confidence, it comes through. Yeah, you getting all of this. You see what I'm saying? Like, you getting all of this shit. This is good shit. You about to get all of it. <laughs> He's going to love that confidence. Why wouldn't he? You're a fucking goddess. You know what I mean? So take time to explore yourself and stop worrying about what these people look like. These, um, these people and their only fans and you know, uh, the, the, the wagon Wednesdays and the, the titty Tuesdays and the stop worrying about him. They ain't you. 
That's all right if they look like that. That's all right if they wanted to work on that. That's okay if they wanted to pay for that. But if it's not you, ain't your shape, you know, you'd have to do a whole bunch of hurtful shit to yourself to look that way. Don't worry about it. Because, again, I said it earlier, a man is going to fuck anything. Not all men, but I'm saying there's somebody out there that loves exactly what you have. And when you love yourself, he doesn't have any choice but to love it more. And he's going to show you with his eyes. He's going to show you with his hands. He's going to show it when he gets hard for you. He's going to show it when he's sending you pictures of his hard dick in the middle of the day, asking what you're going to do with this. He's going to show you. He's going to help you with the confidence that you've been working on. He's going to help you. Because trust me, he wants what you got. Whether it's big, whether it's small, whether it's a size 8, whether it's a size 16, whether it's a size 22, there is a man that loves every fucking pound and inch of you. The only thing he wants is for you to get wet. That's all he wants. He wants you to get wet. He wants you to be open. He wants you to enjoy that experience. So if porn is a tool for you to relax and to explore yourself, then use it. It is not competition because those people get paid to do that. You're going to compete with uh, Denzel in his role? No, you don't have to be nobody else. You just got to be you and you got to be the very best you in whatever moment you're in. That's all you got to do. And when you're enjoying yourself and you're having a good time, it's just a great time. So don't let porn set you up for failure in your relationship. Whether you're a man or a woman, don't let it, just don't let it do it. Don't let it consume you in any kind of way. And if that's his thing, not to say you got to get with it, but at least explore what it is about it that he's enjoying or she's enjoying. See if it's something that you can add into your relationship. See if it's something that you can add to your bag of tricks. And that's really all I got. <laughs> all right, we good. <laughs> okay. So it was um it was fun. This was a little fun for us, a little break from the serious topics. Um even though it is serious because you know, your sex life is a big part of your relationship. If it if it's not good, then I'm telling you something's wrong. Something yeah, is I, wrong in your relationship if your sex is. Last thing I want to say is is women should be open to introducing introducing the porn topic in their relationships also. Um, and it could be as simple as asking him what's his favorite porn category or categories. Because again, that's going to help you learn who you're dealing with. If if he's into watching man on man oral sex, you might find that to be something that you didn't know you was getting into with this guy. And you might be able to get a lot of information on who you're dealing with just based on their sexual preference for porn categories alone. So I, I highly recommend that women consider introducing that topic in their relationships you want to find out what may or may not be a red flag for you as early as possible and i think too that men or anyone 
could possibly hide what their real interests are. You know what I mean? Like, I think that there are some safe But there's a way around Put the porn, go to Pornhub, go to X Videos, go to X Hamster, go to it, and have him pick what he wants. He is not going to avoid going to what he's used to going to. And you're going to learn. So, yeah, he could lie out of his mouth, but his finger's going to get to typing what he normally get to. And since it remembers you, you know, like them cookies and shit, like when you get there, like use his device because mm -hmm. it will start to show recommended things. And if them recommended things is things that like he ain't saying he's into, trust me, yeah. he don't went there because yeah. it's recommending it based on what you are watching. How do we know so much about this? Speaking thing? of recommended, <laughs> I want to send a thank you letter to whoever decided to start recommending videos. They've been doing a great job with my recommendations. I appreciate them. They've cut down on my browsing time by at least 35 minutes per session for me. I really, truly appreciate them. I'm going to write them a letter and thank them. All right, I'm done. I'm done, too. <laughs> this was fun. Um, so thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Um, if whatever platform you're on, please leave a comment below. Let us know that you're watching. Let us know um, how we're doing. Positive things though, right? Um, and if there's a topic that you'd like us to tackle in the future, whether it's this season, because we may have some surprise episodes in store, um, let us know in the comments or DM or inbox us on our platforms. Until next time, goodbye.